Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello and welcome. It is the Modernizer Die Podcast CFML News Edition. Today is March 15th. 2022, and I'm Eric Peterson, and joined by Mr. Daniel Garcia. Welcome, Daniel. Hello, I think. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with our slight technical difficulties. You know, it's always a a hoot and a riot whenever I'm in charge of this thing. So, you know, it's the Ides of March, Eric. This might this one might not be on you. <laughs> I know, I know. What were we thinking? Anyways, this is episode 139, and we would like to start off by thanking our wonderful sponsor, Order Solution, the makers of Coldbox, Commandbox, Testbox, all your favorite boxing. You can say thank you back to Order Solutions in a few ways. We are still reaching for the stars. Please head to GitHub, start the repos of the modules you use. Let us know there. You can like and subscribe to these videos on YouTube. You can also share them in your favorite podcast player and subscribe there. You can sign up for a free or paid CFCast account, which releases videos every week. And we are still counting up for Ordis's next uh, Command Box Quick Tips and Tricks book. Um, I don't have the count in here. I'm going to make it up then. 110 Command Box Quick Tips and Tricks. At least. At least. <laughs> And finally, uh, we'd like to thank our awesome Patreon supporters who support us directly. We have 36 Patreons that provide 96% of the funding for this podcast. You can find more out at patreon.com slash Solutions, and we'll tell you more about it at the end along with some perks that our Patreon supporters enjoy. Okay. Let's jump into some news, Daniel. I am pasting links. I am catching up. Okay, well, the big news, well, big news is Lucy 539 is on release candidate two. Um, the Lucy team is proud to announce, and we're very happy to hear that release candidate two is out, or is announced. Um, it's consisting of bug fixes and regressions of all things go well and subject to any issues or whatever. They plan to release a stable version on Friday, March 25th of this month. So very exciting to get a final version of Lucy 539. So this is the uh, version that has all of Log4j1 gone. So Yay! So especially if you have um, security scanners yelling at your code, this would be a great one to test on. Absolutely. I keep hearing Brad's like, I'm going to release that feature as soon as the latest Lucy is out. So I think he's also got some stuff. He's probably happy to, to push out. Right. Well, we want to talk again about our Built with Cold Fusion CFML repo. So this is a repo we've created at Order Solutions to help highlight uh, awesome websites built with Cold Fusion and awesome companies like yours using it. So we'll paste the repo into the show notes and into the chat. You can go and open up a pull request and add just a little JSON schema there for your organization. So we can highlight that it is built with CFML. 
Next up, we have a couple uh, webinars for Ordis coming up here on March 25th, so uh, otherwise known as Lucy 539 release day. Um, <laughs> we have Forge Boxication with, Cal with Gavin Picken. For some reason, I don't know if it's the combination of Gavin and that name, but I thought of like Californication. Oh, yeah. So, Forge Boxication. Or Forge Boxification. That's a tongue. That's why I let you read this one. I don't want to <laughs> chew it up. <laughs> so, this is March 25th, Friday at 11 a.m. Central. Gavin's going to take us through Forge Box, which is the CFML package management system. You can learn how to package up your own code into a Forge box and uh, maybe even make our own module on the webinar. Ooh. And then we Next. have another webinar coming up in April, if you want to tell us about that one, Daniel. Absolutely. So our April webinar is CB Security, Passwords, Tokens, and JWTs with Eric Peterson. Woo! <laughs> So that's going to be on April 29th at 11 a.m. Cornfield, I mean, Central Time. Um, come and learn how to integrate into your app, whether you're using passwords, API tokens, JWTs, or a combination of all three. And I'm curious, Eric, if there's time, maybe even refresh tokens? Uh, yeah, that should be part of the JWTs. So. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I'm still workshopping the title. Uh, <laughs> wanted you guys to know everything that was in there. But, like, we're going to cover all the use cases of CB security here for you. So, uh, I see that you rejected all the titles I submitted. So, it's probably I, for the best. I, I did. I did. <laughs> Wait, we'll, we'll just leave those in the Slack graveyard. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple other uh, fun user groups or workshops coming up. The Hawaii Cold Fusion User Group has a, a meetup coming up on March 24th. It is moving your legacy Cold Fusion application to modern CFML with Mr. Mark Takata. That will be Thursday, March 24th at 1 p.m. Hawaii time, which is 4 p.m. Pacific. And you can work out your time zone from there. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Docker. Docker has a birthday coming up, which is kind of crazy. It, because it's their ninth birthday, and I'm trying to figure out where I was nine years ago when Docker came out, because I don't remember that. Um, but that is the <laughs> last day of March, Thursday, March 31st, 8 a.m. Um, it's a community all hands-on. You can come together with the Docker staff, learn, share, and collaborate about all things Docker. So if you are a Docker aficionado, you can join their party. I wonder if this is going to be like the VS Code um, release parties that they do where they just celebrate what they've done or if it's going to be more of a oh. webinar. I don't know. I am not a Docker aficionado yet, but can I still go, Eric? I mean, I, I guess, is anybody really a Docker aficionado? John Clausen. I feel like Docker is like Git where it's like this great, amazing piece of software, but in reality, we all know four commands to try to get our work done. So. It's three more than I know, so I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> now I'm wondering which Docker command you do know. <laughs> uh, Docker pull. Oh, not even Docker run. Wow. Um, um, baby steps, Gavin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's all good. I'll take Gavin. If I had the voice like Gavin, I, I will take that. Oh, my gosh. It's the Ides <laughs> of March. Why can't we do this on Pi Day yesterday? At least we'd be, like, happy and full of pie. 
Um, oh, we have some Adobe workshops coming up. Um, join the Adobe workshop to learn how you and your agency can leverage ColdFusion and create amazing web content. One day training covers all facets of Adobe ColdFusion. Um, the next one is on Thursday, March 24th at 10 a.m. PDT. ColdFusion Standard versus Enterprise with Mark Takata. That should be a name you know, and if you don't know, you should learn his name. I believe he's our ColdFusion evangelist, among other things. Um, on Wednesday, March 30th at 9 a.m. EDT, another ColdFusion workshop with Brian Sappy. On Thursday, April 21st at 9 a.m. CET, that's Century European time, as I have to keep reminding myself. We got Damien Bruendox doing a ColdFusion workshop. And then on April 21st at 10 a.m. PDT, we got Mark Takata again on ColdFusion Truths. Which is that some cool new design that's, pattern, or is no, that just that, like that's having fun with the fact that uh, booleans and cold fusion um, uh, faults, yes, no. So you got it. A nice play on words. Good no, title. Because yeah, it made me. It made me read. I'm like, what? <laughs> Truths like, and lies. Like, what are we talking about know. here? <laughs> Maybe it's the myth that cold fusion's been dying the same death for 25 years. Uh, I don't know. And then the whole list of all the others, I just pasted that link. So go check them out. Awesome. So let's jump right into conferences and trainings coming up. Uh, we talked about the Docker community all hands, so we'll skip over to Dev Nexus. It is. Okay. It is highlighted in purple, so I will read that one if that's okay. <laughs> so Dev Nexus 2022, the largest Java conference in the U.S. according to their Twitter, um, April 12th and 14th in Atlanta. Our very own Brad and Luis will be speaking. Luis is speaking on Alpine JS and Brad and what's a pull request contributing to open source. The link is devnexus.com. It's an in-person conference. I know they're very excited to go. We're very excited to have them go and it should be a good time. You know, I have a, a confession to make uh, regarding Alpine JS. So we at oh. Ordis, there's been people talking about it, using it. It's been out for a while. I finally watched like my first tutorial with it like two days ago. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> um, it's it's like uh, <laughs> mini view. It's like view. view without all the. How do I put this? View without having to define a component. Like that part is optional, which is which is nice for when you don't really need all that boilerplate. But That's I still cute. love view so. I did start looking into Alpine as well, somewhat recently, and I agree, it's very simpler. And But the cool thing is um, Caleb Porzio, I think that's his name, they're doing a lot of stuff to update content and push it, really making it the jQuery replacement. Um, so it's kind of interesting, kind of neat. Yeah. All right, next up we have DockerCon. May 10th, 2022, you can sign up and pre-register um, on their website right now. It will be a free online experience. Nice. Um, I am very <laughs> interested to see it. Usually I look at the DockerCon sessions and realize that there's not a beginner enough track for me. Um, but here's hoping, you know. <laughs> That's how I look at into the box and I see your name and Gavin's name and Brad's name and Luis's name. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just need to read more. Um, the next conference is the U.S. Vue.js conference in Fort Lauderdale. 
Beach Code View, June 8th through 10th of 2022. Workshop day is June 8th. The conference is 9th and 10th. I think we have some Ortis people that are heading down there. We're certainly talking about heading down there. And if they are heading down there, I think they're going to try and organize if any of you are down there and want to get together and talk Code Fusion as well as View, as well as Beach and Code. I think we just have some Ortis people that want to get to the beach. True. True, true, true. Also, I feel like it eh, probably couldn't as a conference, but they have a workshop day, a May conference day. They feel like they should have just put under their beach day. Beach day. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the weekend. Right, know. right. But then you could be like, but but boss, it is part of the conference. I must stay. <laughs> Will that fly? Can I use that? I'd be like, Eric told me. <laughs> it's not on the website, so I can't help you. Uh, All right. So that's about our, how, how should I put this? Our uh, sibling conferences, right? We're talking about Docker, Java, JavaScript. Um, but how about some CFML conferences? We don't have many uh, solid dates yet, except for Into the Box. It will be September 27th through 30th this year. The call for speakers and a sign-up there should be coming very soon. You will you will hear it here first. That's... I don't have a link for that, but I'm gonna paste it into the chat anyway. We yeah we we don't have the blog post quite up yet. It's being worked on. So and along with the call for speakers, we want to get that to you as soon as we can. We hope to see you all there. Um, it will be, um, I believe, still in Houston, Texas, but the venue might be different. Oh. So uh, there's there's a <clears throat> teaser for you. Though I could just be wrong, and then I got your hopes up or let you down for nothing. So. You never let me down, Eric. Now I need to send you a Rick roll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you are still looking for more conferences, comps.tech has you covered. And as soon as we get the uh, website up for Into the Box 2022, you can bet we will be on comps.tech as well. Absolutely. And I need to learn how to paste chunks of text into the chat with line breaks because apparently Google Chat does not respect the line breaks on the YouTube <laughs> chat. So sorry, everybody. Probably control enter. That's what I usually use. Maybe you can write a command box module, parse that out. I know. We can write a command box task that automatically pastes links from our show notes. Actually sounds scary. I feel like we'd mess something up. Anyway, on to blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. We'll start with a couple tweets from Mr. Brad Wood. There's been some Rabbit SDK updates. So Rabbit, the Rabbit SDK integrates with Rabbit MQ, uh, which is a message queue that we have been using uh, Ordis and enjoying quite a lot. So he's added some proper exchange management methods, declaring, binding, unbinding, and deleting exchanges. Which, um, uh, so if you are in using Rabbit MQ or curious, you can check that out on Forgebox and go ahead and uh, get that update. Okay, another tweet from our very own Brad. Um, Slatwall, Slatwall, I can type, is no longer open source. So he learned recently that the Slatwall commerce platform was a part of the company about six months ago and is no longer open source. Uh, general question, is anyone using it and is affected by that? And the comment that maybe Ordis needs to dust off, or how do you dust things off, our CB commerce module for CFML. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. I I've never used the Slatwall Commerce platform. Have you, Daniel? 
You know, I looked at it once or twice over the years, and years ago I looked at other CMSs, and it looked good on paper, but I don't think I ever really got it configured properly. And um, also, ORM on shared hosting, sometimes it's tricky, and so, no, I have not properly used it. That's yet another uh, Cold Fusion open source project that's gone the way of, um, well, at least no longer open source. I don't know if the slot wall, did it become paid or is it just not available? Um, it sounds like a company acquired it. And so they want to make it no longer open source. Got it. It's happened well, to some other... If anybody has the last version of the open source one, if the license uh, fits, we can go ahead and host that kind of like we are. Uh, what oh, is yeah. it? Masa? Masa CMS now is yep. the open source version of the old Mira. But in any case, uh, I've always been very happy with the Stripe uh, CFML module made by John Bearquist. I don't know how they compare, having not used the Slotwall Commerce platform, but I've done plenty of transactions through through well, the Stripe module. So I think Slotwall was the whole turnkey e-commerce solution, whereas isn't the Stripe integration more just you build everything else and then you integrate? I guess so. I guess I'm don't know what that part is, and maybe that's what CB Commerce is for. But yeah, Stripe is definitely the payment slash subscriptions, and that's that's about it. So, alrighty. Uh, well, we have a couple blog posts, a trio of them from Ben Nadal to round us off this week. First one is about uh, Fusion Reactor. Uh, we love Fusion Reactor. And here's a great reason why. So Ben talked about how on his site, he does quite a lot of caching for his blog posts. Every time you visit the blog post, he would do some uh, background work for it and cache it. Things like um, going over, normalizing the HTML, extracting open graph tags, generating previews, things like that. And he was worried about the amount of uh, RAM this was taking up. This is an in-memory cache. And, you know, jumping to the end, he had installed Fusion Reactor and he was able to see he has plenty of headroom. Um, in fact, now he, in production, pre-loads all of the, like, partials or all the blog posts in the memory and caches them. It, like, the RAM goes up as it gets cached and it comes down to, I think he said, like, 338 megabytes for all of it. So... I, the moral of the story is um, don't just guess, measure. <laughs> right? <laughs> like he was worried that he didn't have enough, but when he went and measured, he realized not only did he have plenty, but that he could pre-cache everything and still have plenty. So Fusion Reactor is an amazing tool for that to help you actually measure your application's performance, resources, so you can make those decisions. So... Fusion Reactor should sponsor us because we just gave them a great sponsor read. Anyway. <laughs> Plug. Shout out to David and Darren. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one that Ben has is about adding the uh, HTTP strict transport security header in Cold Fusion 2021. So the uh, this header, which is usually abbreviated as HSTS because that's a long thing to say, is uh, goes along with HTTPS only, or forcing all your uh, website visitors to be on HTTPS. 
the difference between doing this at like your web server or redirecting them is once the browser receives this, it will never send an HTTP request at all, uh, which means there's no chance for any like man in the middle attack. Uh, there's there's still a chance, even if you're redirecting the first thing, for them to send an unsecured HTTP, get intercepted, and redirect it to some other site. So this header makes it so that it never even sends a unsecured HTTP request. Um, it's pretty easy to set up, as you can see in his uh, blog post. And also, I love the shout-out to Pete Freetag for Hack My CF. Uh, how does he put it? Um, it's not security is one of those features that tends to rot over time, so it's nice to have someone constantly nagging you about actively updating your platform. <laughs> how true that is! I mean, we've kind of poked in the past at some of the security scanning tools about being a little too aggressive, um, but a tool like Hack My CF it is not too aggressive, and it does catch these things and help you stay up to date on those. So, I, I second that. Uh, that plug for Pete, for Pete stuff. I do got to ask uh, Eric. I almost called you Gavin again. I'm so sorry. I got to ask Eric, <laughs> since you are also a musical nerd, not too unlike me, except you're more talented. Whenever you say man in the middle, do you hear the Michael Jackson song, man in the mirror? I'm looking at the man in <laughs> now, the middle. Now I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> YouTube don't, don't strike us with the copyright for that. Here I don't know go. if I did it long enough, just short <laughs> enough that we're not going to get struck, or I'm out of tune enough that they won't catch it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like the Simpsons, when they do their like mock songs, are just different enough to avoid those copyrights. <laughs> um, another blog from Ben. Uh, Swimming got bypassed, split down for maintenance page in CF 2021. Others, a lot of times, is working on things, needs to put up a maintenance page to kind of um, do that without messing up the rest of what he's doing. Um, so he'll, looks like he's just putting a CF include in his application CFC so it executes first. Um, that way, it'll kind of just hijack the request that he can still do what he's doing without anyone else really doing much with the, the side of the configuration. Um, and then he can conditionally bypass that to do what he needs to test. Yeah, um, this made me think of Coldbox has, a, I, I wouldn't say it's a replacement, but it's kind of a, in the similar vein. It has like a fail fast mode for reinits. Um, so if you're in the middle of reinitting your application, depending on your application, that could take uh, some time, you know, a few seconds. And you can configure what happens during it, whether that's a view you put up, uh, throw an exception, return some other like API response. Um, so it's kind of, like I said, it's uh, in the similar vein as this, I wouldn't say a replacement, but you, maybe you need both. So interesting. I had not seen that yet. And I in the, in the I world of like Docker and rolling upgrades, maybe not a lot of us see this, um, but I think for many of our, many of our applications, we are still doing a kind of, you know, Hey, uh, deploy this, get pushed to the server and or get pull and uh, run the application now and this could help us. This is a nice pattern for that. Um, as he says, it's not about security here. It's more about giving a nice experience to your users. If somebody wants to override it and get past the cookie, like good for them. They're probably mm -hmm. going to see an exception. <laughs> <laughs> so. Alrighty. 
Well, let's talk about finding a job. CFML, get CFMLjobs.com has over 57 cold fusion positions from 34 companies across 32 locations. We have two new jobs this week. A senior cold fusion developer at, at Colon, Pennsylvania. And a contract position, a remote position, which I also saw was uh, based out of Australia. Um, available as well. Again, that was a contract position. Good day. Good day. <laughs> uh, other job links, you can check out Ortis's own job page at ortissolutions.com slash about dash us slash careers. Are we hiring? I, I, we're always hiring great people. If you we don't are. see it there, you can still, you know, go uh, find one of us on Slack and say, hey, mind passing along my resume? And we will, we love great people. And we'll put in a couple other job links that we have for Everett Community College and the consortium. Um, if you have any that you would like us, you can uh, drop us a link. We can talk about your job posting right here on the podcast for yeah. free. For free? In that case, I'll take two. There you go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so next, we've got a ForgeBox module of the week. Week, week, week. Uh, it's geolocation by IP by Ortis Solutions. Um, let me go ahead and paste the link. Basically, it's a geolocation by IP lookup and cache. It uses country code, name, region, city, zip, lat, long, time zone, all by IP address. There are times you need to go in and look people up. That is a nice, cool, easy way to plug it in and use it. As Brad's guarantee, this code <laughs> comes with no warranties, promises, or rainbows. In fact, it will probably kick your cat. Brad. I don't know if that's an official license, but it is my favorite license I've ever read. <laughs> um, they, I, I, I mean, there's a couple of their good ones, but they're usually a little bit more crass. That was a nice, clean, hilarious one. So thanks right, for so the laugh me, today, Brad. I got to work on my Brad Wood impression. I don't know if, we, <laughs> I don't know if probably yours is coming along, Eric, but. <laughs> All righty. And for our. VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. It's not VS Code. I tricked you. It's just a command what? line tool for Git. Hey, speaking of Git and all the magic that nobody ever remembers, here's something that I tend to try to do and then switch to a GUI because I can't figure it out. And that is somehow removing merged branches, pruned branches, untracked branches, otherwise stale branches from a repository. So I don't know if you're like me, where you've you've checked out a whole bunch of branches, you merged them, but maybe you forgot to click that checkbox in your in GitLab or GitHub where it says delete this branch after merging, and then you know four months later you're like, why do I have, you know, twelve branches up on my Git server that I don't need anymore? Well, this tool does the hard work of figuring out what those are and deleting them for you. It's called Git Trim. And I will switch quickly to the screen just so you can kind of take a look. It just adds a trim command under Git where you can remove local branches where the remote doesn't exist, local branches already merged, branches that haven't had commits, or local branches that aren't tracked to a remote branch. There's also some like nuclear options which make you confirm where you can delete a lot more. Um, like everything that's not on the remote or everything except what you're on. Uh, none of these touch the remote. 
So you don't need to worry about that one unless you do reset remote. So that's the scary one. But honestly, these are just, these are the ones I need. Happens to me all the time. So that's Git Trim. You can uh, install it and use it from your shell. And that is our pick of the week. Yeah, if you're a command line junkie like you are, that looks like an awesome tool. Hey, all I'm saying is you don't need to do everything in the command line for Git, but like adding, committing, and some things like that are so much faster, even though you have to put in a little bit of the work to learn it. So, but if it comes to like viewing a diff, a Git diff, I'm pull up an editor every time. <laughs> like, or if I need to like add part of a file that I've committed, yeah, I'm pulling up an editor. But, um, but if it, for most things, I can do it really quick in the command line. So I think it's worth putting in that work. No, I agree, especially if you learn all the commands, which I don't. So I just use my git crack and GUI because I like GUIs. Um, <clears throat> well, okay. we've, we've reached the end of the podcast today, and that means it's time to tell you about our lovely, beautiful, smart, and um, I need another adjective, Patreon supporters. <laughs> Capable. Capable. Intelligent, elegant, rich. interesting, rich, yeah, We wish generous. riches upon you, generous. There we go. Generous. <laughs> How about you tell us about our generous Patreon supporters? So we want to say thank you to all our generous, good-looking Patreon supporters. Um, these individuals are personally supporting our open source initiatives to ensure the great toolings like Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box, Captain Box, Test Box, and all other boxes. <sighs> Keep getting the continuous development they need and the funds the cloud infrastructure our communities relies on like ForgeBox for our package management with CommandBox. You can support us on Patreon here and I'll paste that here in a second or right now. And don't forget, we have annual memberships. Pay for the year and save 10%, which is awesome for businesses. So our bronze packages and up. Now get a ForgeBox Forge Box Pro and CFCast subscription as a perk from the Patreon subscription. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website, and all Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on the community website. And if you weren't aware, hey, everybody, we have a community website. I'm going to post the link and invite you to go take a look. Yeah, there's even a really fun uh, post that was just put up there. Let's see, it's third from the top on mine on latest. What topics do you want Ortis to teach about? So Ooh, that's right. we brought this up because we were coming up with our webinar topics and thought, you know what? We have this awesome community that we could go ask. So head over to community.ordersolutions.com. Check out that topic and tell us what you want to learn about in our upcoming webinars. Tell us what you want, what you really, really want. Oh, man, you are just on the on the songs today. You know what it is? <laughs> it's spring break week for me. And so my brain is a little less goofy than it normally is. So. Did you say less goofy? Less goofy. So I apologize, Eric. That, <laughs> you know. All uh. right. Well, let's end by thanking these <laughs> generous Patreon supporters. Thank you to John Wilson with Synaptrix, Eric Hoffman, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jonathan Perrette, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media 6, Dean Monder, Joseph Lamory, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Laksma Turchahadi, Carl Von Stetten, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Nadal, Brett DeLine, Kai Kennig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Diger, Sean Oden, 
Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mangi, John Wish, Kevin Wright, and Peter Amiri. You can see an up-to-date list of all these sponsors on Order Solutions' website at ordersolutions.com slash about-us slash sponsors. Thank you so much to all our Patreons and all of you who support us here at Order Solutions. And thank you for watching and or listening to this podcast. We made it. We made it. We hope you have a safe Ides of March, and we will catch you next week. See you next week. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.